0: Afternoon, welcome back. Some critical workers will not have to isolate, even if they are a close contact. All they'll need is a negative rapid antigen test. This has been announced by the government today. It's to help keep the likes of food production, health and emergency services and transport operating. Chris Hipkins is the COVID Minister. Afternoon, Minister. Good afternoon. What proportion of our workforce nationally will this apply to?
1: we can't really put an exact number on it we know that uh, at our level 3 level 4 up to about you know 40% of the overall workforce we're, were still people were still going to work during that period of time but of course this only applies to people who are close contacts of a case so uh, it's very difficult to put an exact number on how many that's likely to be
0: but how many are likely to be eligible to be critical workers
1: Oh, it's quite a significant proportion of the workforce, but I think it's important to remember that at a red alert level setting, businesses are still open, they're still operating. This is really about who could have an exemption to go back to work, even when they're a close contact of someone who's tested positive for COVID-19. Are we
0: we talking like half the workforce or 80% or what?
1: It wouldn't be that high, but but actually a number of businesses too – won't necessarily need or want to use this because mm-hmm. they'll, be to, they'll be able to accommodate someone being away sick and they'll, they'll deal with that. This is really about those businesses who say, actually, um, if I can't get some people back who are close contacts to do the work, then I, I won't be able to function. And of course, we need to keep those supply lines open, we need to keep the lights on. So we've got to make sure that there's an alternative in place for, the, for, for those kind of circumstances.
0: I would have thought most businesses would want to do this. Uh, do they get to de- decide themselves whether they qualify?
1: They won't necessarily want to do it because if, if for example, you've got a workforce of 50 uh, and you've got one person who um, is an identified as a close contact, um, it, it's, the business may well make the decision. Actually, we'd rather that person stayed home and we kept the other 49 people, yeah. um, you know, safe. So, um, but if, if, on the other hand, they had to have all 50 people there in order to function, then they may decide to do that. But I think, you know, we're leaving those decisions to the businesses.
0: OK, so it doesn't have to be signed off by a bureaucrat. If a business decides that critical, bang, off they go.
1: If they, so there will be an assessment criteria. Businesses will assess themselves mm-hmm. against that criteria. Um, and then they, you know, they'll get a letter that says you've assessed yourself against the criteria, you're an essential business. Then they will make the decisions about whether they want someone from their workforce to come into work even if they're a close contact. Now, and if they do, then, then those people will be able to access the rapid antigen tests.
0: Now, Minister, I like this, right? But I mean, what we need to acknowledge is given how inaccurate the rapid tests are, um, and given that businesses are basically being allowed to decide this themselves, this is basically an admission by you guys that Omicron is is coming through and we're going to have to live with it and even the workforce is going to get it and there's not a lot you can do.
1: Is that fair? Look, we've been pretty open for some months now um, that COVID-19 is going to come into New Zealand. It already has. It is going to spread. We are going to see a peak in cases, and we still need to keep the country moving whilst we go through that process. Um, The response from this point onwards is going to be a more devolved one. It is going to rely on more personal responsibility and people taking personal responsibility for their own health. And it is going to result in, in more businesses making decisions uh, on who, who should and shouldn't be coming to work based on the overall risk factors for that workplace.
0: You still expecting the peak mid-March?
1: Hard to know. Um, I think, as you said in your introduction, we don't necessarily want to um, delay a peak. It's mm. more about trying to, to sort of flatten a peak. Um, and so, you know, we're looking at that very closely.
0: So what are you getting? What's the latest modeling? Is it because is it, I mean, your risk is that you push it out to till, till winter. Is that now a risk?
1: It's a risk that we're very attuned to. It's something that yeah. we do not want to do. What we want to do is reduce the overall peak. We don't want to put, We don't want to delay the peak. And so, um, you know, we've got our modelers looking at this every day. Models are just that. As I've already said, you know, several times, models are just that. Um, the other possibility, of course, that we have to look at, and we look for evidence of this, is that people are not coming forward to be tested. Uh, our positivity rate uh, suggests that that is not a big problem now, but it could become more of a challenge. So we've got to be attuned to that as well. All
0: right, Minister, thanks so much. Chris Hipkins, Minister for COVID.